0: Hi, Ann Pearson here. And before I begin today's episode, I'm excited to tell you about the Paralegal Bootcamp's new three-step roadmap to manage cases like a rockstar paralegal. If you're fairly new to litigation, this quick start guide will help you figure out three things that you can be doing to help you better anticipate what the attorney needs before they have to ask for it. It'll help reduce some of those last-minute scrambles, especially if you're working for an attorney who's a procrastinator, or someone who doesn't always share all of the important case information with you. I put this three-step roadmap into a downloadable PDF for you, and it's completely free. You can get yours on our website at paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash three steps. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Hi there. It's our final episode of the year. I'm so excited. I can't believe we're going to be in 2022 in just a few days, or maybe we already are by the time you're listening to this episode. So I know for many paralegals and other legal professionals, the end of the year is a time when you do some self-reflection and maybe some self-assessment. How did your year go? Did you get a good raise and a nice bonus? I know many places have moved away from doing performance reviews at the end of the year because it's around the holidays, which I think is a good idea. But I've also heard from many of you who still have your annual performance review meetings and evaluations at the end of the year. So I thought this would be a good time to talk about performance reviews today. Even if you don't have a formal performance review at your firm, and many don't, especially if you're in a small firm, even so, you'll get a lot from this episode. Let's start with a change in mindset. Instead of a performance review or performance evaluation, I like to call them career development opportunities. Instead of looking at it and dreading it and thinking, "Ugh, this is the time of the year when they tell me everything I did wrong and why I'm only getting a 2% raise. Instead of dreading it, let's look forward to it as our time of the year to do some self reflection. And more importantly, let's make a plan for next year on what we're going to do differently to change that performance review into a career development opportunity. So that's actionable strategy number one. Call it a career development opportunity. Even if your employer still calls it a performance evaluation in your mind, let's call it a career development opportunity. Next, instead of looking at it like this meeting or the evaluation time of the year is a one way street. Or that you're just an observer, become an active participant in this process. This is your career. This is not a nine to five job. Back in the very first episode of this podcast, I talked about that in detail why you should have a career development plan. If you haven't listened to it, go to episode one and listen to that. So, how do you become an active participant? Be prepared for that meeting. That's actionable strategy number two. The way to be prepared for the meeting is actually starting right after your last meeting. Now, it may be a little bit too late right now to do that, but it's to track your accomplishments during the year instead of trying to remember everything before the meeting. I recommend saving all those emails and voicemails in one folder. You know, those kudos emails and voicemails, the ones from the client to you or the attorney thanking you for a great job on that project. The voicemail from your attorney thanking you for working all weekend, getting that transaction closed. Save those throughout the year because you're not going to remember them all, especially if they happened early in the year and your meeting doesn't happen until December. What else could be in that folder? Let's call it a brag folder. Things like courses you've taken, courses you've taught, projects on other teams that you've pitched in to help in-house training that you've attended or taught? Now let's take that one step further and every year put those into an ongoing career journal for when you want to update your resume. Some employers have self-evaluations as part of the process. If yours does, then that's the opportunity to pull out that brag journal and start writing that stuff down onto the self-evaluation form. Back in the day when I was a paralegal manager, the firm had the paralegals complete a self-evaluation form that was the exact same evaluation form that the attorneys were using to evaluate the paralegals. It was like 10 pages of questions. Truth be told, I think it was an utter waste of time to make them do that. What I would have preferred was just a few long-form questions so that they could actually do some self-reflection. Questions you might want to ask yourself, like, What went well this year? What could I have done better this year? Did I achieve the goals that I set for myself last year? If not, why not? What goals am I setting for myself this year? And how do I plan to accomplish those goals? These are questions you can ask yourself, regardless of whether or not your employer has a formal review process or a self evaluation form. And if you do have a formal process, When you answer those questions honestly, they make for really good talking points for you to bring into that meeting with your supervisor. Imagine how productive of a conversation you'd be having if you were prepared to talk to your supervisor about how your year actually was, your accomplishments, accomplishments that they might not know about, what your plan is to improve your weaknesses. So number two, prepare yourself for that meeting even if there isn't a formal meeting. All right, now we're heading into the meeting. First, have an open mind and be willing to consider that you might not be perfect. None of us are. You have to be open to constructive criticism. I know everyone says that, but in order to do that, you have to make sure that you don't have a defensive attitude or you won't hear that criticism as constructive. You'll view it as an attack on you personally. So let's say there is some criticism, something that someone thinks you could improve on. If something is said, especially if it blindsides you, rather than immediately blurting something out, take a deep breath, get clarity on the criticism, and maybe ask, can they give you a specific example of what the attorney means by that? Does the manager have any suggestions on what you can do to improve in that area or how to handle it better next time? Or you could respond and say, I had no idea that was coming. Could I have some time to digest what was just said and set a follow-up meeting to discuss this further? All right. Number three, then, actionable strategy number three, if possible, get a copy of your performance evaluations in advance of that meeting with your supervisor. That way, you have time to digest the information. Maybe that's not the normal where you work but it can't hurt to ask. I can tell you, it used to bother me when I was a paralegal manager, that wasn't the protocol and I hated it. I was told, this is how we have to do it. It's the way it's done with the rest of the staff. So this is how you have to do it with the paralegals. And that was schedule the meeting, the paralegal shows up and for the first time is seeing and hearing what their attorneys had to say in their performance evaluation forms. So what I did was, If there was ever a really low rating in any area for anyone, and it was something that was never brought to my attention throughout the year, then I would go talk to that attorney and I would ask, have you talked to this paralegal about this? And if their answer was no, I would ask them for specific examples of why they would give that low of a rating in that area. And of course, that was in addition to reminding the attorney that they can't just wait until the end of the year and bash someone in a written performance review. If they don't want to handle it throughout the year, then they have to bring it to me. It's just not fair to the paralegal not to give feedback throughout the year, to give them an opportunity to improve. Now, that being said, and if you listened to episode one, you'll recall this. I believe it was in episode one when I talked about how, you know, throughout the year to develop your career, you should be asking the attorneys, what they think of your work. Is there anything you can improve on to better support them? Regularly ask them throughout the year instead of waiting for that evaluation form. Okay, I'll get off the soapbox now. Back to getting a copy of it in advance of the meeting. So you get a copy of it, go through it and highlight any of the areas that you received less than optimal. And before getting defensive, take the time to truly ask yourself, could I do better in those areas? All right, finally, all right, it's that time of the year when everyone's looking forward into the next year and setting goals, resolutions, there will probably be a couple hundred podcast episodes out there about that topic. So I'm not going to spend too much time on this because there will be plenty of other more in-depth goal-setting episodes out there, but I do want to give you a few tips. First, when you're setting next year's career goals, remember that life happens. The big question is, how do you set big goals without setting yourself up for not hitting that goal and feeling like the year was a failure or that you were a failure? The way to do that is commit to the action it takes to get the goal, but don't attach yourself to the outcome of it because you'll still benefit from all of those actions. Here's an example. Let's say you're a litigation paralegal who wants to set a goal next year to get your ACEDS certification. So you take some e-discovery courses, you get involved at a deeper level on your e-discovery projects, maybe you start attending the local women in e-discovery meetings, which aren't limited to just women attending, by the way. Then later in the year, you start taking a prep course, but life happens. Maybe a family member gets sick and you're the caretaker. So now your free time in the evenings and weekends are no longer available for that prep course, so you don't sit for the exam. All of those actions that you took throughout the year has significantly increased your e-discovery project management skills and allowed you to meet some great people and maybe even find a mentor who's taken and passed the certification exam. That's so valuable to your career. So commit to the actions, but without attaching it to the outcome. Another tip, and this I heard on a podcast for entrepreneurs a few weeks ago, and he said, your level of success is directly linked to your personal development. He was talking about Parkinson's law, that theory that your work expands to fill the time available. For example, you know, you have two hours to get that brief e-filed. So even though you might have been able to get it done in one hour, you spend the full two hours doing it. It's the same with your level of career success being directly linked to your personal development. As your personal development expands and grows, your career success will fill the space that's available for it. All right, so I hope that these tips help you with what we're now calling our career development opportunity time. Whether you just had one or you want to prepare for next year's or if yours is coming up soon. I also want to tell you about next week's episode. We're kicking off the new year with some insight from a paralegal manager who's also the author of a book. So we're going to start the year off with some mindset stuff that you're going to love. And before I close out this episode, I want to wish each and every one of you the happiest new year, a new year that brings you all of your dreams. I've got a bunch of great topics already planned for episodes coming up in 2022. So I hope you'll join me back here every Tuesday. And I'd like to give a shout out to two people who are behind the scenes here, working so hard and who I couldn't do this without Darlene, my podcast manager, and Heather, my rock star assistant. Happy New Year. I really couldn't do this without you. And to everyone else, Here's to a great 2022. Bye for now. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.